You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new week of Major League Baseball, which means you're listening to Big Time Baseball on Odyssey Sports. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me, my man, he is the greatest. Honestly, in my opinion, one of the best Brewers of all time, one of the best Dodgers of all time, and one of the best uh, San Diego Padres of all time, and now you can catch him on down in San Diego doing every single Padre game because he's one of the best broadcasters of all time, Tony Gwynn Jr. Tony, how you been, man? Man, you are too kind. I am well. I am recharged, refreshed. I had the last series off, uh, and uh, I'm back now. So let's get into this. Let's get into some baseball. Get Getting close to the All-Star break here. Pretty fired up. And yeah, we're going to talk about the All-Star break. We got to talk about the All-Star teams that have been laid. Hey, a couple of, couple of snubs here and there. It's going to be an interesting discussion. A couple of legends getting uh, brought in. In fact, Albert Pujols being announced to be in the Home Run Derby, and I actually personally have some interesting insight on the Home Run Derby for you, Tony, today, because mm. I have been going to Dodger Stadium weekly for the last two months, testing out all of the radar systems, everything that Major League Baseball, ESPN, and Dodger Stadium has, basically going to the field and hitting dingers for them, getting everything ready for said Home Run Derby. Did you post a clip on that? I feel like I saw you doing taking some hacks with all that stuff around you. Yes, yes, I did, and I will be doing okay. it again today, so watch my Instagram and social media because I will be at Dodger Stadium hitting some more tanks because at the end of the day, Tony, daddy still rigs. <laughs> well, that makes one of us at least because oh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I haven't swung a bat in like five years, so I don't know. But yeah, Tony, you say that now, but I guarantee if I put a bat in your hands right now, you'd probably pick up like you never took a day off. I know me because I've been I've been playing so much golf, so I'm at least keeping a baseball yeah. adjacent swing going. Well, I, I can't even lie. I, I, I have not done any of those things. I, I do golf from time to time and my golf game is pretty whack, too, so. Um, one of these days, I'm going to get out there and swing the bat a little bit, see if uh, my body can maintain. <laughs> I, I, I bet it would be, be pretty damn good if you ask me. But, hey, let's talk a little bit about the NL East race because it is airtight right now. And, man, did we have a game on Monday evening that was lived up to every ounce of the hype. And it was the Battle of the Maxes, Freed versus Scherzer. Um, I had, like, four bets on this game. And what's amazing on the, about this game and the bets that were available, I didn't bet on anyone to win because, truthfully, I had no idea who could win this right. game. It was just throw a rock in the air and who knows. Here's what I did know. I knew it was going to be a low-scoring affair, and it was. I knew we were going to get a gem from Max Fried. We did. I knew we were going to get a gem from Max Scherzer. We did. And it was magic. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think this is, a, this is an interesting series for a couple reasons. I think, uh, one... 
I think everybody's thinking it in the back of their head. When are the Mets going to do what the Mets do, which is ca- which is cave? Now, I think they won't cave this year because they have guys like Max Scherzer on that team who is as big of a competitor that I've ever had a chance to to play against or with. And yesterday was I, I think the series is a statement series for the, for the Mets, but winning game one the way they did in pretty dominant fashion in terms of holding the Braves to one run, I think that's a statement game. Now, they'll have to finish the series and play well throughout the rest of it, uh, but this is their chance. As the Braves have closed the gap on what was a huge lead for the Mets to start, everybody's thinking it. And this is their chance to kind of quiet the noise and also send a message to the Braves that this is not 2021. This is a whole new year, a different team, and we're going to be here for the long run. Yesterday was a was a good start to that. I understand everybody's point in saying for the last two months, and what you're, what you're saying is true, because everybody's waiting for the Mets to met it up again. But like you said, this feels like a different team. Uh, it really, really, truly does. To the point where everyone's like, "Oh well, the Mets just lost a a two a, you know a two digit number lead for the last for the, over the last month and a half." And I'm looking at it more another way. The Braves have been almost unbeatable for the last month and a half. The yeah. Mets were able to maintain a Good lead point. over the Mets uh, over the Braves as they didn't stop winning, and they did it completely without Scherzer and Degrom, and a lot without Tyler McGill and some injuries offensively, and they were able to still maintain their lead keep their head above water, and now they're getting Scherzer back, and now DeGrom's coming back. I think yeah. the Mets are going to go to the stratosphere now. Now, uh, two points, uh, and I'll get to the point that you just made, which is a fantastic one. A, uh, I don't know if the pettiness was on purpose, but I find it hilarious that the Braves make a trade for Robinson Cano. They put <laughs> they put him in the lineup as the Mets are paying him, and it's almost like we're going to bring this guy on. You guys are paying him to basically beat you. He had two hits in the game yesterday. Obviously, the Mets the Mets lose. The other side note is I, I thought it was hilarious. Poor minor leaguers had to deal with Jacob DeGrom in his rehab start. He punches out five of six. He looks like Jacob DeGrom. And all I could think about was, man, that was a wasted day <laughs> for all those minor leaguers. They just got the bat shoved down their throat. But to your point, it's it, it is such a really good point. I think people have forgotten, right? The Mets got off to such a great start. You kind of forgot that they did it without Scherzer being there for the most part and DeGrom missing the entirety of the season thus far. And yet they still have been able to, as you said, maintain the lead they have. And they're getting those guys back. And what you do know is that Max Scherzer coming down the stretch, Jacob DeGrom coming down the stretch, no one wants to face those guys when you get into August and September. And so you're right. They very well could start to separate themselves again. It's going to be on really the Braves to show that they can main, continue to play the type of base because you're right. They've been pretty much unbeatable for the last month and a half. And uh, that's how they've been able to close the gap. But this Mets team is getting better without making any trade. So it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. I've said from the very beginning, I expect it to come down to the to the wire in terms of who wins that division. But certainly the Mets have to feel pretty good based on who they were missing and how they played, why they were missing those two guys and being able to maintain maintain first place throughout it all. And right now the Mets have maintaining, as we speak, a two and a half game lead over the Braves. And um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. I And like you said, by the way, you mentioned DeGrom going out and facing minor layers and just dominating. 
do we not see DeGrom? Is this for injury purposes? Is just to make sure he can go out and not get hurt in his first inning? Because I feel like DeGrom's rehab starts could be against the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we've seen teams do it that way too, right? In in today's game, where you don't waste time necessarily sending somebody to the minor leagues when you could use that. I mean, that's six batters that he could have probably dealt with at the big league level and had the same type of results, right? But I think obviously when you're dealing with shoulder, elbow, teams are going to be precautious. I get it. They sent him down there. And listen, we don't know if if it was Jacob deGrom who wanted to go down there and actually make those starts to maybe get it in his head that he's healthy. But certainly uh, the results uh, looked like he was pretty healthy, if you ask me. In like 2001, you you may remember this. It was a mild thing in Southern California. But, you know, whenever a guy got hurt, they would always go down to the minor leagues for rehab assignments. And I remember one time the Giants weren't going to send Barry Bonds on a rehab assignment. He was just going to go straight from the injury list, which at the time the DL immediately back into the lineup against the Dodgers. And I remember like a lot of people complaining about it. It's like, this is not what you do. This is not what you do. And I remember I was hitting in the batting cage with Reggie Smith and we were talking about it. And I'll, I remember mentioning to Reggie, I'm like, hey, Reggie, what do you think of this? And he's just like, oh, people mad about Barry not going on a rehab assignment? I said, yeah. He's like, who's he facing? I said, the Dodgers. And he just paused and goes, the Dodgers are Barry's rehab assignment. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's that's, Major League that's, Baseball is Barry Bonds' rehab assignment. That, what is everyone mad about? That's that's a good point. Basically, those guys, those type of players are that good. You, It doesn't matter who they're facing. They're a threat every time, in his case, he gets in the box for DeGrom. Every time he gets on the bump, it doesn't matter who's in the box. That's why these guys are who they are. And, you know, you, you know how baseball is, man. If you, do, if you do something a little bit different, everybody's head blows off and falls off. It's, it's quite hilarious to watch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It really, really is. Oh, man. And we've been talking about the Braves a little bit here. Let's talk about the other wild card races because the AL is fascinating. Off the charts fascinating. And it seems as though I, I, we have to say something. I, we, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but now we really have to say it. We can't pretend anymore. It's not a joke. The Orioles are good. Mm. 
They're the coming. Orcs are really good. <laughs> you, know what's fun- you, you know what's funny uh, about the Orioles is as as I've had to I've kind of watched them because I I, I do a hit with with their station uh, every week, and and so I, I I've been forced to kind of watch them a little bit. What I can tell you about them, they may not be the most talented team, but they definitely play the game um, the way you would expect a, a, a team that's in developing times to play. Like they cross off all of the 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 fundamentals of baseball. And I'll tell you what, Brandon Hyde, he's done a really good job getting those guys to kind of buy in and, and, and just go play ball. They're not the most talented team, as I said. However, they are getting some contributions from guys that I don't think they thought. Austin Hayes is having a terrific year for them um, as as an outfielder. He's hit for the cycle, for crying out loud, uh, on that ball club. And you got a bunch of young dudes who are starting to see the fruits of the work they put in. I tell you, I tell you what, Cody, you can attest to this. That's a dangerous type of team. Once you start to see, oh, wait a minute, all this work actually does kind of work and it, and it, it, and it makes me a better player and we're starting to win games. All of a sudden you start to get belief in that locker room and and who knows what can happen. I'm not sitting there saying the Baltimore Warriors are going to be in the playoffs, but there's a reason why they're only two games out of a wild card here as we get closer and closer to the break. And you know, with the added wild card, by the way, they're, they're eight and two in their last 10. They are winning ball games. They're one game under 500. They're two out of the wild card. Here's how the American League wild card stands as we currently speak. Red Sox, they got two spots up. They have the top wild card spot. Rays, they have the second wild card spot. But I'm a little worried about the Rays. A week ago, I was talking the Rays up big because I was excited. They're healthy and they're steamrolling teams. And they got one of the best staffs in baseball. And then down goes Springs. Down goes Kiermaier. Down goes Wander Franco. Now I'm immediately worried about the Rays. Um, The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are still maintaining one of these spots. The Mariners. Thank God they turned it around. Yeah, no, they're they're starting to play they're starting to play better baseball, and they're also starting to get healthy. Uh, I mean, this is a team that uh, you were you were on from the very beginning, and it was it was disappointing to see them get off to the start that they did. But all of a sudden, that magic that we saw like all second half of the season, it seems like it's starting to return. They're starting to get their footing and and starting to press that uh, uh, American League West a little bit. You know who I'd watch out for uh, in Major League Baseball as far as futures goes, as far as futures bets goes, and uh, Cy Young futures? I know this is going to sound crazy to you, but Robbie Ray, his last three outings, is back to being Robbie Ray. And I'm talking high innings, high strikeouts, no walk, like looking like last year's Robbie Ray for the last three outings. Would you believe that his last, this at to this point of this season, his numbers are actually significantly better than his numbers last year at this exact time that he won the Cy Young. I, I actually believe it because the second half of the season, he went on a, a really an unbelievable second half. And and it boosted everything uh, that we ended up seeing him being a, a, a Cy Young. But uh, this is the guy who the Mariners expected from opening day, right? I mean, this guy who he's been the last three days uh, – that's who this team was expecting. They didn't get that. And, and when you sign a guy like that and you don't get the type of production that you, you expect from a guy, a free agent like that, um, it, it it only adds to the issues that they already had. But as you said, his last three starts, he's starting to throw the ball like the Cy Young we saw last year. High punch outs, 
He's getting deeper into games. He's more efficient in the last three outings than he was earlier in the season. And, you know, now that team is already – they're playing with confidence. They just came into San Diego to swept the Padres in a, in a quick two-game set, and their offense looked legit. Like, they got on base, they drove runners in, and they shut the Padres' offense down. And, and, and so that's another team, as you said, to be reckoned with. Uh, I think a, a little bit higher ceiling than the Orioles, but – uh, certainly a team that's playing some of their best baseball right now. Well, here's the question that really comes to my mind when I'm thinking of all this, because now we got this added playoff spot for an extra wild card. We yeah. have all these teams that are in it. By the way, the other teams that are on the outside looking in that are not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. The Rangers are only three and a half back. Orioles, two back. Uh, keep in mind, the Guardians, they're one and a half back. The White Sox are only three back of the wild card. But I got to say, I don't think anyone from the West, the Central is going to get a wild card spot. It's either you win the Central or you're not getting into playoffs. And yeah. they're all within five games of that dreadful lead in that division with the Twins, who I don't think is a really real team. But there are so many teams within striking distance. It may not, as of right now, look like the sexiest trade market coming up. But every team seems like they're a buyer, with the exception of like four teams. Tigers, Royals. And the Angels and Athletics are pretty much the only sellers in the American League. Yeah, and you know it's going to be interesting because I, I think a lot of times, especially when there's a new playoff element added, right? Like it was uh, the the shortened season. Uh, you don't really understand the significance of it until you start getting into close to the deadline time and beyond. Because nobody's really paying attention to playoff standings until you start getting to the deadline. You start paying attention to it because obviously teams are looking to get better as you get to the deadline. It's your only last chance to get better. Um, and, and so it's going to be interesting to see what the the, tr the trade market looks like because it seems like there's going to be a ton of buyers with, as you said, very few sellers. Um, but that always ends up shaking out a little bit differently than than we see it from this distance. As we get closer and closer, some teams are going to start to fade out. Some teams are going to make the decision that it's not worth, you know, mortgaging a future to bring somebody in. Um, you're going to have teams that are, are not afraid of, of rentals. You're going to have teams that won't absolutely touch a rental at all. And it's going to make for a very interesting market. And I tell you what, once you get into September, you're really going to see some of, I think, the best baseball because those two extra wild card spots are going to make a huge difference. As you said, there are four teams within four games of the last two wild card spots right now. And I imagine that that becomes more as we get closer to the deadline. So it's going to be so intriguing to see how this all shakes out. But uh, it's certainly a, a going to be a buyer's market, I, I would guess, in this new uh, new playoff system that we have far more demand than there actually is supply yeah. so who knows it might lead to someone overpaying for like a wilson Contreras, who was just a catching rental over 30 years old but hey he's an offensive bat he's a starting catcher in this upcoming all-star game before we get to the all-star game i do want to ask you one question because i this week i finally came to a realization about a team that you and i both want to see win but it's very clear it just can't happen i want your thoughts on what my thought is on this the angels yeah, it's time to trout trade trout and Otani. Yep. it's time to move on and quite frankly start all over. They cannot win with this structure. I, I I'll say this: it would be easiest if you trade both, but if you are insisting on keeping one, it's time to trade Mike Trout. It is. I I I mean it's it blows my mind to even say that, but Same. but a 
you have proven over I don't know what how long has it been over ten, ten years ten now. years ten ten over ten years of trying it in this system and it hasn't come anywhere close to working and so because of that uh, for one I'm a big Mike Trout fan I want to yeah. see him playing in October when games matter and listen he may not he may not be tripping about it he may be okay you know playing in Anaheim wanting to stay there he's comfortable there and I respect that I, I had a father who was the same way so I, I I hold no issues with that however as a fan it's just it's it's sad that we don't get to see the best player in baseball uh get a chance to play in the postseason and so um I'm not trying to move him and his family, but if you're the Angels, you're cert- his his market is as good as it gets. You you could get whatever you want, and I, I think you if you have to keep one, you keep Otani because he's younger. He he break, he's going to at least while you're rebuilding, put behinds in the seats, and uh, that's something that every team worries about. So uh, you either trade both, or I think you trade Trout. If you trade both, obviously there is there is. You better you better make sure you get it right though. You can't. Oh man, you cannot have a trade whether it's both or one of them where you don't absolutely maximize everything you can possibly get for getting them. Or this this is a moot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. If you trade one or both of these guys, you are getting a World Series in 2026 team back. <laughs> right. like, That's how you should getting, be thinking of it, at least, right? Yeah, you're getting back a ton of impact players that you know are can't miss impact players. I mean, it's the top-of-the-line type prospects. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, at the end of the day, it's been 10 years. And you, you brought up your dad as a point. Here's my only, my only caveat to that. The Padres were dynamite in the 90s and 80s, man. They made playoffs yeah. all the time. He was at least on a winning team. Mike Trout hasn't been to a playoffs in, what, nine years or if at all? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, listen, my my pops did go from 84 where they got to the World Series to not reaching the playoffs again until 96. So he spent a 12-year period, and then they got there in a couple years and went to a World Series and so on. But you're right. Mike Trout, is, I think, has he, he's only experienced the playoffs once, I believe, in his I career. I, I might even be wrong about that. Has he ever been to playoffs? I, I, it's, I, I feel like he caught the tail end his early seasons catching a play. I think they got swept. I want to say it was by the Astros, but – yeah, or, or was he on that team where the famous John Lackey, where he got pulled early against the Yankees? Was he on that uh, team? It, it, he might have been on that team. He very well might have been on that. I think he's gotten there once. I'm not 100% sure. We'll have to, find, we'll have to look it up. But yeah, we got to look that up. So, it's, it's, there's, there's, no, there's no doubt that it, it's it's really it's – not, it's, it's not a service to his career that he's only been to the, to the, to the playoffs once, if that. We'll find out if that's even true. It drives me nuts. Well, we'll look forward to the trade market coming forward. But hey, before that, fun times in the sun. Los Angeles, we got the All-Star game coming up. A lot of All-Stars announced. Any surprises for you? Really, no surprises. More, It's more of a surprise on the other side when certain players are not uh, brought in. Any snubs that caught your eye? Because there's a couple in there that really did catch my eye. And there's a couple in there I feel like no one talks about. Because I've been, I've been really banging the drum for one player lately. Because I'm hoping people will start paying attention to him. The the ones ridiculous man. The, oh, oh, see, I was gonna say for me the easy choice on um, both sides is, is Miles Michaelis and, and and certainly uh, Ty France. Like Ty and France Ty, is up Ty, there. Ty very well could get in because uh, Alvarez is on the IL. But there's how to me it makes no sense that you're a finalist, but you can't, but you don't make the team. It just it it's, it it kind of makes no sense to me. 
Both of those guys should be on. I think there's an argument to be had for Taylor Rogers uh, for the Padres out of the bullpen. He's had a terrific, he's second in the league in saves. Um, so, I, I mean, the tough part about snubs is when you're saying somebody's snubbed, that means somebody, you're replacing somebody on the team. And, and when you look at the roster as it's constructed, I don't know that there's a guy that can be replaced, but certainly Ty France, Miles Michaelis, those two names off top, I think, were snubbed and, and, and should be on that roster. Yeah, they're both having incredible years. And I was talking about it big time yesterday, going like, no, it's time we put respect on Miles Michaelis' name. And what does he do? He goes out and pitches a gem against Nola, who is himself having a hell of a year. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm loving both of these guys' seasons. Ty France really turning it on, especially lately with the, the what, everything that the Mariners are doing. By the way, I've been watching a few Mariners games lately, and yeah, they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. But, man, Julio Rodriguez he is Ooh. the truth, man. Ooh. That guy is real. I saw him take a changeup about a baseball and a half in off the plate and hit it up on the the, the Western Metal Supply Building uh, in left field. And it was just – it was one – you know when you watch a hitter and they end up having to, like, kind of tuck their hands to stay inside a baseball? To see him do that in real time, in fast motion, um, he, this dude is – this dude is a – this is a guy, as they like to say. He is a guy in this league, and expect to see him in All Star Game. Expect to see him in an MVP race at some point in his career. This dude is the truth. He, he's a really good ball player, and he's only yeah, going to get I, better. Dude, I, I love watching him do everything. Watching him run the bases is exceedingly fun, and when it's running the bases, the yes. least favorite thing in the world, and yes. he makes it the most joyous thing in the world. He runs as hard as anybody I've seen at his size in a very, very long time. I mean, this dude is like six five, but he runs. He he he's he runs like a gazelle, except when he tripped around second base the other day. I, he he didn't seem he seemed more like a baby deer in that in that standpoint. He's too fa- He tripped halfway and still <laughs> made it. The momentum <laughs> almost took him to the bag. I know. I know. He tried to crawl his way there. Unfortunately, the ball beat him there. Oh, man. Well, hey, uh, All-Star weekend coming up. I mean, what? any good memories of the All-Star game? I love, I just love the All-Star game. It's my, the Home Run Derby, personally, is my personal favorite, obviously. And, of course, you got, uh, who, who's going to win it this year? Well, obviously, it's Pete Alonso. He's always going to win. He's the, he's he's the Home Run Derby final boss now. Yeah. <laughs> He's 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 the he's the boss of the of the of the of the end point of the game. Yeah, he's built for uh, he's built for home run derbies. My my favorite memory uh, is still 1994. The the, the walk off hit oh, Moises and my dad oh, scores. That, awesome. that you know that was at a time where you know these dudes like really cared about who won or lost that game. And it's not that these guys don't now. It's just different. You know, there was at that time I think the National League had lost ten straight games, and they came in with like. A mindset of we, we're breaking the streak today, and to see it in the way it does—that's how you want all All Star games to finish, right? With some type of last play, walk off, punch out, whatever it is. That's how they should be, and that's you know that's the spirit in which they should be played. Amazingly, I think of 1997, uh, Sandy Alomar Jr. in Cleveland hitting a like a go ahead ah. home run off of Sean Estes of all. For whatever reason, I remember that. So vividly. Um, the other thing I remember, uh, the first time I ever got to watch Ichiro play was in the All-Star game, and he started off with what? A, an inside-the-park home run in his first at-bat? Where was that? Was that in San Francisco? San Francisco. Bounced right. the right. Riffy had to run an extra 200 yards to where the ball ricocheted to. Inside-the-park home run. And I'm just like, this guy... 
unreal. Yeah, it, no. it is real. Everyone's been talking about this Ichiro guy. He really is the real deal. He he, he was Ichiro was he was so unique because I don't think we had ever seen a style of hitting like that before. I think everybody when you watch him, when hitters watch him, you assume oh he's on his front foot. But when you like actually dissected his swing, this dude had incredible balance and the ability to hold his weight with all of it moving the way it was 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 miracle. That's why he's got so many so many damn hits. I'll never understand how he's able to adjust to any pitch the way he did. Just <laughs> amazing. Right. Just incredible that he could do it. Um, lastly, the jerseys. What do you think of the All-Star jerseys with the gold riding, the gold font on the hats? I mean, I, I say it's better than last year. I love them. And I'll tell you why. Last year pissed me off so much because I, I grew up watching All-Star games with teams at least wearing something that you could distinguish who they were. Now, this year the gold doesn't make it obvious, but I think most baseball fans can distinguish a logo immediately when they see it on the front of the jersey. And I'm just so glad they went back to putting the team's jersey on there. Now, I would like them to have their own colors, and maybe you put uh, the, the gold stitching around the regular colors so we can, you know, it's obvious. It's a it's a Padre. It's a Dodger. It's a Cleveland Indian – or a Cleveland Guardian. Um, but – I tell you, it's much better than last year, so I will take it. I will take it. Yeah, I, it's definitely an upgrade from last year. And Oh, and by the way, congratulations to your Padres in the sweetest uh, City you. Connect uniforms. I wasn't on them at first, and I quickly changed my mind. I love the Padres City Connect you, uni. I tell you what, when we did the meeting, I didn't know how to feel about them at first. But then you start seeing them like on the player in full uni, they look so much better than they do standing alone, like are just hung up on a hanger. I thought, really, the Padres were tough, right? Because they have gone through so many uniform changes. Yeah, I, I always described <laughs> it as like this This organization is constantly in like a, a constant like a crisis of faith when it comes yes. to colors. They've yes. worn every color under the sun at this point. So there was really only one way to go when it came to City Connects. They don't have the history of a White Sox or Dodgers where you could keep the same colors that they already have. We just, Padres just changed their color, their uniforms two years ago. So you couldn't really, you know, use the same color scheme. We've already been through like every blue shade there is in, in the on the planet Earth. So I like where they went. I like the 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 tie-in with Baja California. I just thought uh I thought it's it's one of the best City Connect uniforms I think that we have in the league for sure. Absolutely love them. I got to get myself one of the pink hats, man. I'm I think it's fire and yeah. man, I'm enjoying the pods. I'm enjoying baseball. I cannot wait for the All-Star break and the All-Star game. Tony I cannot wait for today when I go hit some more bombs at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> we'll send you video of it. Get a few like from me, please. Hats. Yeah, just remember. I still got it. I still, I never had it, but whatever I did have, I still got it. still have that. That's our boy. That's our boy. Yeah, feel good about it. Well, guys, this has been an incredible big time baseball. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. And of course, Tony, where can people find you? You can find me at Tony Gwynn Jr. on Twitter. You can find me at Tony underscore Gwynn Jr. on IG. You can also catch me on Padres Broadcast uh, as a radio broadcaster to do the color. And you can catch me on 97.3 The Fan, Gwynn and Chris, 2 to 6, Monday through Friday here in San Diego. One of the very best in the business. Got to check him out everywhere you possibly can. And, of course, check me out on Twitter at Decker6 and Instagram Anti-Hero Baseball. Check out everything that I'm up to. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Like, share, and subscribe. Share with your friends. And, of course, join us next week for some more big-time baseball and Odyssey sports. Beat it.